five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA. We're going to be talking about direct mail today. Can you imagine? How about that? So let's dive in. Here's a new campaign from Quad. Here we go. Marketing is all about high performance. Everything has to fit together and work together exactly right. Or efficiency, speed, and ROI all suffer. That's why Quad is obsessed with making sure your marketing machine runs as smoothly as possible. We help you achieve a seamless marketing experience with less friction and smarter integration. Better marketing is built on Quad. Okay, better marketing is built on Quad. That's really interesting. Uh, and they started, marketing is all about efficiency and working, have things working together. Is that true? Not my experience. I mean, yeah, right. If everything's falling apart, eh, probably not. But there are obviously much more important variables than seamlessly working together, right? You never know on drop dates. <laughs> You know, if you dropped right before 9-11, I heard Denny Hatch told a story about he being at lunch. I think it was 9-11. And uh, with a friend, and the guy realized that they had just dropped one of their biggest mailings of the year, and uh, like a week before. And, you know, that had an interesting effect. One of my clients, uh, Daniel Smith Art, Art Products or Artistic Paints, uh sent everybody home because the phones just stopped dead. Baseball Express, on the other hand, same day, 9-11, uh, phones lit up like crazy. Apparently people were, some people wanted to withdraw and some people wanted to divert their attention. It's interesting. People are different. Um, but anyway, so my experience in marketing is that marketing is more about the creativity and the, and the resonance and having something of value and delivering what you promise. But Quad says it's about integration. Now, I di was impressed with Quad. I mean, it's Bonnie Allen's birthday today, so happy birthday, Bonnie. Bonnie and I worked together at Musician's Friend, and I learned an enormous amount from her. Uh, and we were called in just to help the IT department transition from one ERP system to another. And um, But after we were there for six months, it was only supposed to be six months, uh, Brian, forget Brian's last name, uh, Brian said, what about all these fancy segmentation things that you are promising to everybody else? You're just, you're just doing our mailings. Well, that's what you asked me to do, you know. <laughs> okay, we'll try some fancy stuff. Uh, <clears throat> and so we did that for a couple of years. And then they, they were invited by Quad to, to come see Quad Data, which was fairly new at the time. And Quad Data promised that they could do all the customer segment you'd ever need everything fancy and uh, so Bonnie flew out there with Brian and uh, I was a little nervous you know because quads a big place and uh, so a couple days went by and you know I called her up I said well how did it go at quad and she's she just laughed she said they have no idea what you're doing uh, you know and so and my, that's been my impression of quad sort of they, they've been trying to get into other businesses for a long time. Now I have to say, and here's, uh, they went public in 2010 at $46.72, and uh, now they're trading at $3 and something. That's, it says if you download this, uh, if you download 
oops, I got to get over to the, got to get you over to this thing. I put the stock chart on there just to show that, you know, they just haven't had much, they haven't had much oomph lately, not since uh, 2017, really, when it just started going, the air started going out of the bu bubble. So they probably should try some advertising. Why not? What could it hurt, right? When you're, when you've gone that consistently downhill, we can put a little line in there if you want, in case you want to download the show notes like that. And so, uh, you know, but, you know, when I watch ads, I, if they start out with a premise that I don't buy, then why am I going to buy the rest of it? But I was impressed. I have to say, we'll give Quad this. I mean, I remember visiting Quad's first printing, printing uh, plant in Pewaukee in 1978. I got, for some reason, I got a tour of that. I was selling printing with Wisconsin Graphics. And uh, so they let me visit. And I'll rem I never forget the Sports Illustrated, I think it was Sports Illustrated magazines coming out fully bound and finished. Um, and I think even addressed out of this big, huge printing machine that went like a, I don't know, it was just, you know, 100 yards long or something. It was really fantastic and all the paper binding. I, I didn't know anything like that was even possible. And, um, and Quad did pick me before they built their own quad data it was actually around 2000 out of all the out of all the database companies in the world they actually looked around on on uh, several continents they picked us to work on teaching their clients how to use data and uh, we did an interesting project that we still we still use the, the, the work today to introduce people to how data is different in different customer segments um, but just as we were having some big wins, big wins, um, they sent a sales team down to uh, Plow and Hearth. And Plow and Hearth had just been on the cover of Catalog Success Magazine. And um, I called them up later and I said, you know, what did you think of the meeting? I called up David Hay, uh, who was their IT guy. And he'd been interviewed about how, how state-of-the-art data analysis uh, was helping them understand their customers. And so I said, well, what did you think of Quad's presentation? They said, we couldn't believe it. We couldn't believe that a printer with actually none of our data, really none, could understand our customers that much better than we understood our customers. And, uh, and Plow and Hearth immediately signed up for Quad's uh, Selectronic Bindery, which allowed different, different pieces covers you know like if you'll see if you see like in wisconsin we might see aaron Rodgers on the cover of uh of sports illustrated here but you might see tom brady in the, on the cover down in florida um and they can do that with their fancy stuff but anyway they immediately signed up for that but but then harry uh drowned and um and that was kind of the end of that project and we never were able to work with quad again but I was impressed. I got a tour of Colony's uh, catalog production facility, which is bigger than a lot of catalog warehouses I've been in. And uh, it was just for inventory, you know, just for the couple of items they were going to photograph and, and talk about and, and uh, test. And uh, right adjacent to where they stored all the products for, for their creative team, was another section, large section of the building that was dedicated to photography. And it was run by Quad. And I always thought it made sense. You know, we used to do photography. We'd go to the photographers and we'd, you know, sit around and eat donuts. 
and um, try and explain how they should shoot those. And then we would go to the printer later uh, and try to explain, you know, how to fix the color because the photographer didn't get it right. And uh, it always seemed that there was a big disconnect that maybe the printer should be doing the photography and and quad was doing that i think they were also working with ll bean and some other notable catalogs to handle their print production and so in that sense it's it's true that quad can do some integration uh, and perhaps do integration that you wouldn't get if you were uh if you were trying to handle it all yourself uh, so it's kind of a mixed bag. Joel said, in 2006, when I succeeded my father, I wanted to build on what he started and grow it into something unparalleled for the marketplace, said Joel, uh, who is the chairman, president, and chief executive officer at Quad. So, you know, it's solidly in his camp, <laughs> I say, the graph above. Um, so, so, you know, you can, as I said, you can believe their ad or not, that's up to you. But here's some more interesting information. The latest research on direct mail effectiveness, uh, and this is a study done by SG360 in Wheeling, Illinois. And uh, they interviewed 1,260 consumers and 427 B2C marketers uh, who are using currently using direct mail. And um, they said that consumer affinity for direct mail continues to grow. Um, and uh, <laughs> Deborah Korn and I have a, a meeting on Tuesday to talk about, you know, the, the real perception of some consumers versus the reality. Uh, but I've, I've been talking to lots of industry experts, and many say that their response rates are going up, uh, despite the costs going up also. Um, had an interesting conversation yesterday with Mike Stahulik, who uh, talked about going to D.C. and hearing from the Postmaster General. Um, <laughs> let's say Mike wasn't wasn't dazzled by it. Um, so 76% they are achieving higher conversion rates in mail, uh, and that they do better in mail than any other channel. Consumers, 81% say they engage with 20% or more of the mail they receive, okay? And consumer sentiment is 83% report having positive feelings, which is up from 61% in 2022. The other thing I would say is uh, on that engagement data is that even if they throw it away, they've still engaged more than you'll, than you'll engage with 90% of the digital advertising you see today. Right. The funny part is the stuff I engage with may not even be things I could ever buy or would ever want to buy. <laughs> Just might have an interesting, you know, the clickbait is, is real on the Internet. And, you know, so a classy picture of something or someone might get my attention, even though it's not a product I'm interested in. So you take that 90 percent and you whittle that down to what you might actually be interested in. And phew, it's like zero. So if you can mail, like especially if you're like a small retailer, if you mail around your trading area. Even if people aren't interested and don't go and don't redeem your coupon today, they will see it. We can guarantee they will see it and they will make a decision. Even if they put it in the trash, it's a higher level of engagement than you'll ever get in digital advertising, almost ever. Think about that, okay? So there's a whole study, it's 44 pages, that will be available today 
on WDMA.org, or you can go to the link in the article down here, right here, if you can see that, right there. And you can register for their future mailings. Yeah, either way, but you have to subscribe. It's in the members-only section of the WDMA. Should your direct mail package include a business reply card? This is by Bob Bly. Excellent article. Super excellent, uh, especially the end. I thought it was a little dated because I immediately saw the fax machine as a response device. And I didn't see QRs, but there it is. Quick response code. I didn't know it was quick response code. I just thought it was QR. Since they were, in, I thought they were invented on the... Uh, on the windshields of Toyota cars so that they could index and pick up the windshields with robots. But anyway, also I'm, 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 it's so often I'll see a URL. I mean, I'll see a QR and not see a URL. And if I'm looking at something on my computer, you know, I may not want to scan it with my phone. Or if I'm looking at something on my phone, I can't even scan it with my phone, right? Got it? So if you're especially targeting mobile users, be sure to have a hot link in there because I can't scan a QR with my phone if it's on my phone. Got it? Okay. But if you're going in the mail, you might want to include a business reply card. Okay. And some will say it's unnecessary because you've already got so many electronic ways of replying. But there are some compelling reasons to include it. One is that people have preferences and choose to respond how they want to respond. You know, some of the some of the mailers in the uh, WDMA mailers group. Oh, I was going to put up an article about, let's see if I got it here. I didn't have it. Yeah, about CADM. CADM, I can't find it, has dissolved or will officially dissolve on the 1st of July, I believe. Uh, CADM is Chicago Association of Direct Marketers. And um, they were... They were one of our competitors back in the days uh, in the 80s when we were when I was on the board and we were trying to get uh, get ahead of those guys. And in the 90s, we all on the board agreed to put a put a backlink to the WDMA.orgs. And we did, in fact, jump above the CADM. Um, but about a decade ago, they they basically ditched mail. And if you got their newsletter, it was pretty much all about digital. And now they are no more. I, I, heard, uh, I heard that they may have been bought by AMA or ANA, not clear which, uh, American Marketing Association or the, American, or the Association of National Advertisers, um, who bought the DMA. Um, but as we know, you know, when they closed down the ECHO Awards, they basically closed down everything that made the DMA what it was before it changed its name to the Data and Marketing Association. But anyway, so uh, WDMA is one of the last bastions where you'll actually hear about direct mail. Okay. Also, when the reply card is missing, people may not reply at all. Second, when there's a reply card, it says we want you to reply to, not just read this information. You know, uh, I remember working with Oakley sunglasses they decided to try mail uh, with elena neely uh, and i and we went in there and they showed us the mailer and the 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 phone number was hidden in body copy which means that people don't even get that there's an offer in the in the mailer right that's part of the reason you want the starburst and you want the want the the phone number or you want the qr or you want something highly visible and recognizable is so people understand there is an offer 
And you may say, well, uh, you know, they will when they read it. Yeah, well, they may not read it. Okay, so telegraph that you're offering something that they may be interested in. And a BRC does that. Okay, uh, because of this visual signal, the inclusion of the reply card can lift total response in all channels, not just postal mail. Amazing, right? Okay, so third, when a prospect opens the envelope, they spread it out on the table. Okay, I got a mailer from my for my 50th high school reunion. Now you know how old I am. And I was impressed because there was a card about the golf outing and there was a, uh, another another sheet about uh, the fish fry on Friday night. And then there was a big brochure about the main dinner at the VFW. Uh, <laughs> or was it the AF, American Foreign Legion, AF, <laughs> whatever it was. Anyway, yeah, I know. <laughs> It's the only hall in town in Heartland since they bulldozed the 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 roller skating rink, which they used to use for weddings. Uh, it gets you an idea of what kind of a town I grew up in. Um, so each component lets you gives you another opportunity to communicate. And uh, here's some great tips: uh, use a brightly colored cardstock and refer to it. Say, check out the enclosed card today. Put a certificate-style border around it so it looks more valuable. You might even print it on nicer paper, but don't print it on coated stock because then if they try to fill it in, it'll smear the, the ink will smear. Okay, call it something like a discount savings certificate instead of an order form. Okay, include a business reply envelope if your offer is somewhat confidential or if, it, if they want them to include a check. You know, Mary at, at Amazon Graphics, one of the one of the uh, supporters of the WDMA, she um, called on, you know, walk through the Bible. No, 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 no. It was, it was, it was my daily bread. And it was, it's a little a, a executive sized booklet with no business response card. And she said, wouldn't you think it would be better to put an envelope in there if you're asking people to send a check? Little envelope. I think we can bind one in for you. They said no one else said they could. Well, it took a little more than Mary anticipated, but they actually did figure it out. And the response on that, with an envelope versus without, went up four times. 400% increase, okay? Or maybe it was a 300% increase, but it was four times better response. Anyway, uh, you might consider oh, better paper and uh, print the reply card with a tear-off, perforated stub. And what am I thinking when I read all these tips? I'm thinking, but you better, you better test it. And uh, so then Bob goes on. Bob Bly says, some mar young marketers think this is old hat. We don't need, we don't need all this. Um, but remember, and maybe it signals that we're behind the times if we put all this old stuff in there. So the easiest way to resolve a question. You know, I never fight with clients when they say that, you know, what I'm suggesting is stupid. I say, let's test it. I win a lot of tests. <laughs> I've won a lot, a lot of tests. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, one client said I had the ability to think in the uncluttered mind of a child. Anyway, so Bob hammers it home. A, B splits. Half of them mainly include a reply card. And the next time you try half of them with a BRE, and with an A-B test, you don't have to guess whether the reply card improves your response. And I'm guessing Bob has a healthy stable of tests that prove his point. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.